0: Hey everyone, it's Elsie from Chit Chat With E. Thank you for tuning in to my bonus episode. I'm so excited for this conversation that I had with Jordan. And we spoke about many subjects and I hope you guys enjoy. Let's chit chat. Hi Jordan. (laughs) Hi, how are you? How is everything? Thank you for joining me today on Chit Chat With E.
1: I'm happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me
0: i am so excited to have you this is my bonus episode usually when i do an interview it becomes a bonus episode so this is my bonus episode for my 58th episode and i just wanted to say thank you for for uh being a part of it so jordan tell me what kind of guy are you
1: uh try not to put labels on anything especially on the type of person that i am or want to become but All in all, I just think that I'm a person who tries to live life the the way that can bring as much to society and to his family as possible. And so, I guess in the job that I have, I try to help people um, live outside of myself and uh, as a husband, just try to be as good of a man and soon to be father, just try to be a good dad and bring maybe one or more. Kids into this world as I can. We'll see what that last number ends (laughs) up being, but uh, at the end of the day, whatever it is you are doing, just do it to the best of your ability, and uh, build a team around you of people, a group of people that you love, and and just really just do the best you can every day, and and see what that can become. But uh, I try not to be limited in any way, and so I try to do as much as I can in a given day. in a given opportunity, whether it's in my job or my personal professional life. So you consider
0: yourself levels. a well-rounded person? Yeah,
1: I guess that's what I'm trying to get at. Nothing that, that could be limiting or, or anything like that. Uh, yeah, so
0: you're not a complicated know. guy or you're a simple type of guy?
1: Uh, it depends what the category is, I guess. <laughs> I can be pretty simple at times, but it depends on what it is. I can be pretty complicated. But I guess as I get older, I get uh, less and less complicated. It's more easy to make Decisions.
0: Of course. I'm so happy that you are this type of person because it's good to know the perspective of men, how they perceive themselves. Because a lot of times women look at men and they don't know what type of men they seem to want to be. And you sound like a great guy. Of course you are. (laughs)
1: Thank
0: you. Especially someone that loves dogs. And I know you Mm -hmm. love dogs. Uh, You actually babysit them. Um, Through what system do you babysit them through?
1: Rover App. It's a company that allows you to either go into people's homes or You have dogs over your house and you can take care of them while their owners are away.
0: And sometimes, what is is the most amount of dogs you have had in your house?
1: A total of seven. Seven dogs. Three of those dogs were my own. I have three dogs here and then four additional dogs. But it gets easier over time. You get regulars. And so uh, with seven, three of them were my own. Two were regulars and then two were other dogs that we had been uh, dog-sitting for the first time. So uh, after a while, it takes... Yeah, uh, It's a lot easier to take care of dogs, and the more you know them, the easier it gets, and you just love having dogs over, and it's just a win-win for everybody, for the owners and then for us and for our dogs especially. They get more socialized, so and we have the capacity to do so. It's been a great experience so far.
0: What's challenging about having these dogs? What's the most challenging thing? Which dogs, you know, they're pretty cool, you know? Yeah,
1: dogs so. are great. As long <laughs> as you um, you know how to react and to interact with them, uh, they're 100% of the time, they're just good, and so as long as you have owners that you trust and you understand them, um, you have an initial greet and meet, and you make sure that they're good to go, and that they're not going to have any issues with your dogs or any other dogs that you have, but um, once they're there in and your and you're home, they're 100% your responsibility, and so um, how you decide to go, what path you decide to go down with them, it's on you, and so if you're calm with them, and if you entertain them, and if you're firm with them, and you understand what they're going through it's a new environment for them and their history and you'll be fine. It's gonna be a good opportunity and a good learning experience.
0: So you know, I have a I have an experience that with you. Um when I lost my dog, Curly Bob, remember Curly Bob? I do remember
1: Curly Bob. <laughs> white <I>, Maltese.
0: <laughs> yeah, the white Maltese. When I lost my dog, you know, Curly Bob was deaf and everything. But when I lost um Curly Bob, um he had his own challenges. But, when I lost him, I remember telling you i it's and, and I saw that you got a new dog, um which is Glazier, your oldest dog mm-hmm. and i I remember telling you it's too hard. It was like already three years, four years had passed, and I'm like it's too hard for me to get a dog. How do you do it and then you told me that having a dog is is not hard is um because because you know they don't live forever that um that you want to, that you know you have to give them the best life possible. That you make sure that they're going to have the best life possible. That changed my perspective. And finally, after five and a half years, I decided to get another dog, which is my dog love. <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about that?
1: I feel the same. I, I haven't changed on, how, on that perspective. I don't remember saying those exact things, but I have three dogs now. So clearly, I've, I still fall in line with that. And it's funny because Glacier is turning 13 this March, so he is getting older. Um, He's still healthy, as healthy as he can be, but at some point soon, um, it's gonna come to that time where Glacier is no longer gonna be with us. But he has been amazing the last 12 years. I adopted him when he was two, and so yeah, I I couldn't ask for anything better out of a dog, out of a companion, um, especially because uh, he's just been, he hasn't had any issues health wise, and so. Yeah, that garners truth still to this day, and even if he did have a shorter life, it wouldn't have made a difference.
0: No, you're great. See that—that's an example of a great guy right there. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> um, but you already know I'm gonna call you great guy because. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about this. I am so excited about this. The other day we passed by Home Depot and we saw that big, that big bathtub, and I was thinking about you know the oh, yeah. the ice um, baths, and I was saying, oh, I I saw that is is really beneficial for you to have, and I th- I think there was one of the celebrities talking about it. And they said ever since, they've been doing it once a week, their body has been in shape and mm-hmm. they feel so much better. And I was thinking about doing something like that. And, and then you said you might get into it.
1: Yeah, it's something I've always been interested in, even from like cold showers. Um, a lot of reasons why people have gotten into it, it. It could be anywhere from, hey, just getting up and waking yourself up with a cold shower or the dopamine effect that it may have where like, it hits you with a, a consistent dose of dopamine throughout the day uh, whether it's just hey let's knock out this hard thing first in the morning so that you can you know you can use that as a, as a positive flow towards other things uh, and then you have like the uh, inflammation um, being a key thing in your body where yeah it reduces a, a great amount of inflammation in the body and you can use that whether it's hot cold turning the shower from hot water to cold water uh, burning fat on a cons- like on a, a, a Does b- it? more consistent basis there's a lot of uh, I know a lot of football
0: people, players. So, you were a former yeah, football, football player.
1: Players, yeah, oh, if you're talking like in the morning, yeah, sure, you, you can do it. You could think of it in that way, but even after a workout or after a uh, a long day or something like that, if you want to jump in the ice bath and use it for your body specifically. I used it a lot in football, like after But they have those don't they have
0: like um the frozen like it has like air coming out of and cold. Or it's ice.
1: So they have I'm not too i t- I'm not too caught up on it, but you have ones where you can just have the cold water and it'll just make it'll keep the water cold you throw ice in there and you can just use that and then they have um, the ones that are more like refrigerators it's like long term water that you can keep in there it'll keep it clean and you could still put ice in there or it'll just keep it cold itself and it has a thermometer so you can regulate how cold it is and you can use that as well and uh, they you know, say the
0: best ones with the ice though yeah the best but who's ones- going to go out and get that much ice. You're going to have to have the ice delivered every week to your house.
1: Well, I'm not sure. I think some of them just keep it cold for you. Like, you don't have to put ice in them.
0: But they say the best one is with the ice cubes and all that.
1: I'm not the be- sure.
0: But- yeah, when I was reading about it, they said the best one to have is the one with the ice. That's what we went to Home Depot and we saw that big tin yeah. bathtub. I was like, oh, that's what they use. <laughs> I
1: want to get interested in it. I've always been interested in it. Well, I use it in football after every practice. And you throw ice in there, it's like a whirlpool. Yeah, I know what you're talking and you about. And in it. And honestly, whether it's a, a mental thing, a placebo thing, or it's actually a physical thing where I just felt great after every practice. And I, I, could, I know what the differences were if I didn't use it. And so I think it's a good thing. Um, and then I know a lot of people are, like, are hard on, like, yeah, I do that every morning. And it just it's like make it or break it for their day. And they'll have a, a tremendously better day. Um, when they jump in an ice bath and they use it. I
0: find it to be very interesting because we also have saunas. And the saunas are very hot. It's supposed to take all the toxins out of your body. And then you have this ice bath. So I'm like, which one is better? I mean, which one should we get? You know, like do? Because the other one's sweating out your toxins, which you can actually literally see your sweat coming out. And then the, the ice one, you're just freezing. Like, I don't know. Like, it's weird. It, I find it to be weird not, you know, which one's better?
1: I don't know. I think it's a personal preference, and there are pros and cons to both. Uh, me personally, I I think ice baths are for me what I would want to be more consistent with. Um, after like a post workout, like you do all your hard work, you're sweating, you're hot, and you want to use that to like get to be able to recover faster, so that the next day you can hit it again hard. But saunas are pretty cool too, where you can get in after, and you can make sure like everything's just sweated out. And you could even like stretch in the sauna, which is pretty cool.
0: I remember when I was younger, I used to get convulsions, and I got pneumonia one time. Well, I think twice. And as soon as we get to the hospital, they'll give me an ice bath. Yeah, I used to have convulsions. Uh, okay,
1: and then they give you an ice bath when you get there. No,
0: I used to have convulsions, and then yeah. is it convulsions or combo- convulsions? I used mm-hmm. to have convulsions when I was younger, and I remember I, at one point I got two pneumonias that I actually stood in the hospital for like a month. As soon as I got to the hospital, as soon as they felt they felt my fever. They would put me in an ice bath. I don't know why I remember that because I was like three years old. But yeah. It'll cool you down. So I'm just thinking maybe the sauna is not that good for me because if, what if you have high blood pressure? You go into the sauna, you could faint.
1: I don't know. I think to each your own. It's like whatever is best for you you want to use. And so for me personally, it would be the ice bath. I think the, I, I would choose the ice bath. Ice I think um, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm really into that. I'm going to find yeah. out. But the thing is, like I said, I don't want the refrigerator one. I want the ice bath. Like,
1: oh, I see. Like
0: the real deal. See, I would. You would get the refrigerator because like, you're not going like to get ice.
1: One. Yeah, I'd want to get that one. And that one is the one, like, I think it's even more of a real deal. Yeah? Yeah. Because you can get the ice bath. You can throw ice in there. That's cool. But, like, I want to get the one where I know exactly what the temperature is. And, like, I can open it. I can close it. I can sit in it. And, like, I, I haven't done research into it because I'm not getting it anytime soon. Um, but, yeah, I would want that. And I would, like, wake up every morning. And, like, that's going to be the first thing I do every single morning. And maybe like after a hard workout, I'm jumping in that too. Just to help recovery, help reduce inflammation. And it always worked for me in like after uh, after practice. And so, yeah, it'll be a luxury to have for sure. Right? Uh, they get pretty expensive. But yeah, it's really interesting.
0: I, I really want I want to find out more about that. I'm going to do a little research and talk about it in a minute. Yes, yeah, same. Okay, how do you feel? I know you're in this, you're a little older than the, the last generation, right? That's out here canceling people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about cancellation and all of the words being changed and all of this? Be honest.
1: Okay. I feel... It's a really <laughs> general question. All right. Off the top of my head, I think that tolerance is a big thing in society. Um, and I think that we have been very tolerant as a society towards the, a broad topic, about a broad spectrum of things. And I think at some point, you have to reduce that tolerance. Um, what that point is obviously it's it's that's something that has to be discussed heavily Um, but the whole cancellation thing and uh, the woke stuff like I get it there's a lot um, going on in regards to where we are as a society where we're headed and technology plays a huge role in that and where we are as a country that's whether we're in or in a war or not whether we're at peace and so you got to prioritize what it is that we're trying to accomplish the problems that we're trying to solve as a society but uh, i think the big thing is that (laughs) (laughs) we just want to be careful how tolerant we get as a society what we allow to pass and we always and we also don't want to reduce our what we hear and the people or things that we have around us. Like we don't wanna only hear and see one thing every day. And so if we cancel people and we kinda tunnel like yes how we receive things on a daily basis, we're no longer going to be carry to other people's perspectives. Yeah. And we have to be very careful with that. Like, yeah, just no because one... I don't agree with someone or something doesn't yeah. mean I'm gonna completely turn myself off. I would love to hear like someone's perspective on something that I may not even believe in or may not support. So that I can truly understand it and continue to go down my uh, perspective on something. Uh, I think not allowing someone, for example, to go on a campus and speak just because they are a different political party or whatever it is. is uh, I don't think that's a good thing because you always want to yeah. allow people into that space.
0: Too much canceling anyway because people are canceling their families. Yeah. I'm like, come on, grandma's been talking like that for 99 years. Now you're going to cancel her? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So yeah, so that's, that's my thing. Like, if somebody's canceling someone over th- them being themselves for 20 years, it's hard. Unless it's, it's being like really crude. I think people are canceling people just because they don't want them in their lives, to be honest. Yeah. I think cutting people off and canceling them because they just said something wrong and you didn't give them, they don't even give them time to apologize. They don't explain. They just cut them off. Yeah. So I find that to be weird. Everybody's being canceled now. You can't say the wrong thing. Now, if you are a public figure, and you're saying something inappropriate, like that sounds kind of like off, you know, I think, you know, canceling you might be uh, the right thing to do. What do you think?
1: I don't know. Because at this point, yeah, like you said, it's you're scared. Not You're not scared. You're, you're less because why would you open yourself up or why would you be vulnerable and say what's on your mind if you're going to get all this shade and you're going to get all this hate from just speaking your mind? Um, People are less privy to do that. Like, why put yourself at risk? Um, Or you're just more likely to not lie, but you're more likely to just uh, shift the narrative in a way where like, yeah, this is my stance on something. And, you know, I want to be supported at any capacity. And so even if this is not exactly how I view something, I'm going to kind of spin my perspectives to just make it seem like yeah yeah you're is... not yourself you know exactly and it,
0: it, we want celebrities to be vulnerable when they have their interviews and now they can't yeah they can't be vulnerable because if they're saying the wrong thing they're going to be canceled yeah. and their career's over yeah
1: and it's hard to just go out and be able to watch something or witness something and really believe it for what it is because you don't know is this the truth like yeah now you're not... is, is you know is your what you're watching even a real thing Like, is someone yeah, so o- omitting if... whatever it is or, or are they completely shifting they, but
0: they have no choice if we if we thought they were lying before they're going to lie even more now yeah. because they don't want to say the right thing. Yeah. I mean, the wrong thing. And um, that the things that people think are wrong, it doesn't mean that they're wrong because they think that way. But, I mean, you can't... Like, somebody's 50 years old. You telling them, oh, you can't say this anymore. Mm-hmm. You're, they're 50 years old. They've been saying this shit for, like, freaking 50 yeah. years. <laughs> well, since they started talking. And you're telling them they can't be that per- themselves anymore. And if they it slips by mistake that they say it, I can understand, like mean words like you know that i can understand okay you can't say that anymore because that's mean and that's you know disruptive to the community or whatever it is and it's it's not nice that's it it's over but if they're saying things that they've been saying for 50 years that are not offense that're not a really offensive why are we canceling them that's how i feel i don't know
1: well, what do you think the shift is in society where everyone is taking everything like people are extremely sensitive they get offended very easily and like yep that's going to lead to you just getting canceled society is extremely like they get offended essentially you don't really say for anything you can't you can't put something online without a group of people being offended like, yeah it's impossible and they come someone for you. someone is gonna f- like find a way to be offended by something you say no matter what it is it, and so yeah it's impossible to take a stance on something and not piss someone off and so it makes you want to get to a point where you're just not even no you're not taking in uh, whatever conversation it's horrible you don't even pick a side
0: do you know what fan, uh, a fantasia is a fantasia yes i do not i've never heard of that. i just heard about this the other day and i was like oh i'm gonna tell jordan i can't wait um <laughs> it's when you can't visualize something in your head you uh, like when you're okay. meditating and you're saying i'm gonna visualize a bird flying in my head people that have a fantasia cannot visualize huh. that
1: interesting
0: so yeah meditating is is a little different for them um there's like a Disney movie, you know, in the Disney movie uh, Fantasia. It's called Fantasia. It's all about images. Yeah. But because this is a Fantasia, the imagery is not. Gotcha. So okay. it's, yeah, it's, I've
1: heard. I heard the movie Fantasia. I yeah. Well,
0: that's Fantasia. all about imagery and so all of that. They
1: can't visualize anything at all, or like specific things.
0: They can't visualize. They could dream, but they can't like at the moment. If you tell them visualize a box in front of your your your, your in front of your your brain, whatever, in front of your face, and they'll be like. I can't, I can't, I can't picture that.
1: And are these people like like members of society, like average members of society? Yeah, regular, regular. Are not able to? No, they
0: average lives and everything, but they just can't, they can't like do the meditation the way we do. Oh,
1: okay. Um,
0: I I, I discovered this the other day on a podcast I was listening to. Well, not a podcast. Yeah, well, I guess it was a podcast, but I was looking at it on YouTube and the the woman that was talking about it, she said she discovered it during meditating. That's how she discovered it. Mm Because it was a part part of meditating is uh, imagining that you have something in your mind, and she said she couldn't um, understand why she was seeing like a black curtain, like mm-hmm. she she wouldn't she couldn't imagine it. And um, I looked into it, and there's no cure right now. It's like a recent discovery, so right now they can't really um, help anyone that has that. I mean, you live with it all your life, and you find out now there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> That's
1: interesting. Yeah. yeah,
0: It's interesting, right?
1: Yeah, imagine going throughout life and not realizing that that is a deficit that you have until it's, it's... Like, you don't know that you don't know. Like, you don't know you don't know.
0: And imagine studying. Like, I don't know. Don't you study? Sometimes when you, you, you go visualize. back to it, don't you, like, visualize? Oh, what was that, that page? You know?
1: It's asking, like, about breathing. It's like, you're thinking about breathing something you do naturally. Like, now you got to think about, like, oh, yeah, I visualize all the time. I feel like I visualize 100% of the time. Even when you're present or in the zone with something you're talking to someone you're still i feel like you're still visualizing
0: yeah i'm always Thank thinking you. about stuff or remembering a, mom, a moment i don't know if she could have memories or just visualize just making up stuff in your brain i don't know if she has the memories but she said that making up stuff in her her brain like like i said a ball a red ball she couldn't imagine a red ball
1: that's interesting
0: i find this i have to look more into it but i thought it was so funny not funny i thought it was so interesting when she spoke about it yeah. Um, okay. What's happiness to you?
1: Happiness to me. Is
0: it a contentment or is it more than that? Hmm.
1: uh, I think happiness is a little overrated to the, to the point where, like, if you're trying to chase happiness, it's like, all right, what, what, why? right. Why do you want to be happy? And if you really think about it, like, if you, if I had to choose happiness, among other things, I wouldn't choose happiness as a thing where, like, I want to accomplish, like, in my life. There are other things I'd rather accomplish. Like, I'd rather be, if this make, I'd rather be uncomfortable than happy, like, on a day-to-day basis. Like, I'd rather experience, like, hardships um, than, like, happiness on a day-to-day basis. Why? Yeah. Because for Why? me, like, that it's- is what makes me in my own stronger and happy it's like,
0: oh that's what makes you stronger yeah makes you stronger.
1: And all that? I, I think so it makes you stronger but at the end of the day it makes you happy like, if you're happy every single day or you, you need something to, like, to be happy you can't just be it like, I think you need to do things physically or mentally or with other people like, to reach that state of happiness and so happy is like doing things getting results being with people working those relationships or like building yourself up, building up, a, a like doing a project, whether that's, you know, setting goals for yourself and accomplishing, accomplishing them. I think that's a, a, a lane of happiness. And I think that that's how I define it. And I think you, you need to earn it. And I think that in doing all that, like that's what makes you like happy or successful.
0: So you have the right meaning, because most people think happiness is being loved, being accepted, and they keep ch- they go their whole entire life chasing that, and mm. you know they build disappointment yeah so I, I have to say I'm one of those people because I'm always um high spirited, <laughs> then when somebody does something to me, I'm like, oh that was <laughs> that was not good so yeah, so then I, I understand that, but um, I'm learning that you know you, you don't have to be loved by everybody, except for me, I have to be loved <laughs> <laughs> um. I guess because I give out that love, I pour out that love so much that I I'm expecting Psyching people to, but it's not. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's it's just um, it's just reality. People are not gonna love you as much as you love them, um, and contentment is what you was talking about, mm-hmm. and is really um, a comfort zone that of, of of satisfaction of who you are, and your well being, so um, how you feel inside. That's mm-hmm. what they say. Happiness comes from inside. So. Yeah, you had the right one. I'm proud of you. Um, For myself, I guess that's going to be mine, too, because I've been working on myself. Um, Everybody thinks happiness is associated with laughter, but most comedians have dark humor because they've been through so much um, sadness and challenges and things like that. So a lot of times people associate the laughter with the happiness. But the Mm. truth of the matter is Robin Williams seemed happy, yet he wasn't. Um, he wasn't, and he committed suicide. Yeah. So he's always the one person I talk about because he was such a sweet person. And every time I, I I see every time I see his picture, I cry a little mm. bit because I think about him looking so happy. Yeah. He looked so happy, and at the end, he really wasn't. Yeah,
1: that's a good so. point. So yeah, comedians, I think they say that among all people, you would imagine a comedian to not be the person to commit suicide, right? to be funny they associate that with, with happiness and no that's that's not it at all even the people who are rich people who are rich it uh, doesn't mean they're happy there are rich people who, who are very depressed i think more often than not like people who are famous or rich are even more likely to be depressed than on um, the average person and yeah that has nothing to do with happiness
0: yeah i was listening to someone the other day i also actually did an interview this is the last thing i will to talk about um she did an interview and she was talking to, a, um, I think it was a, a woman. Yeah, she was talking to a, a singer and she said, yeah, I love it and all. She goes, it's all great. However, I don't want to be single anymore, she said, because when you're out there doing your tours uh, and you, and you're singing and you have big groupies around you and you have your crew and everything, everything's great because you're around people. But then when you go home. There's no one there in this mm-hmm. big house. Mm-hmm. She said a lot of country singers uh, are depressed because they go home to an empty home. And usually, you know, they have their big homes and a ranch and all mm-hmm. that. And she said that um, she doesn't want to be one of those yeah. country singers. So, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I'm, I'm happy that you're happy and content. I'm and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing other things that you're going to be into. And you're going to be a daddy. I am. A uh, daddy. In a
1: couple of days or a couple of weeks, we'll see.
0: I'm gonna have a little boy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, yeah, that's exciting. So thank you for coming on my podcast. Thank you so much. I love you so I'm much. Looking forward to
1: being on uh, several more.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. I'm gonna get. Were well, these subjects good for you?
1: Yeah, they were awesome. We keep them coming. Um, um, you can even retouch any subjects, but uh, I like talking about this stuff. Even if, yeah, even if I don't want to throw out what exactly I'm all about, but uh, you know, it's wor- you're worried about being vulnerable, being judged, like. But all the topics that we were talking about and, you know, not having to offend anyone. But at the same time, I feel like at some point you got to take a stance and maybe with your podcast, I want to start doing that. You never know. Well, we'll see. I, I don't like
0: know. To, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I, I like to, <laughs>
1: my, yeah, no, yeah, you see where I'm <laughs> I am. It, it's fun to smile and, and, you know, and all that good stuff. But life out there is not necessarily all well, it's fun and games. There's a lot of seriousness and things that we as a society need to, like, just structure uh, better but we can talk more about that
0: Hi, jordan lots of love
1: thank you for
0: having me well that was jordan <laughs> well guys that was jordan thank you for tuning in please do not forget to subscribe and share and like and also please keep leaving those feedbacks of all the um comments that you're leaving me and also all the five-star rating on the Um, Spotify, and on Apple uh, Podcasts. Okay. Well, guys, that was the... Okay. Well, guys, that was Jordan, and the conversation was so intense. We had such great conversations all the time, and I'm so glad you guys were here to listen to it. Please do not forget to share, like, and subscribe, and please keep in touch. Well, guys, that was Jordan. Thank you for tuning in. We really were... Uh, excited about that conversation and i just wanted to say thank you again and please don't forget to like subscribe and share the podcast so i can continue doing plenty of more conversations so i can... well guys that was jordan and that was our chit chat thank you for tuning in please do not forget to subscribe share and like and for future um conversations please don't hesitate to DM me on Instagram, chit chat with e. Thank you, please take care of yourselves, be kind, and spread love. Till next time, ciao.